I'm your host, Emily, and you're listening to Beyond a Bedtime Story, a parent's guide to children's reading. With this episode, you'll be one step closer to taking your bedtime stories to the next level. So let's get into it. In this episode, we'll be discussing The Paper Bag Princess by Robert Munch. It is a very short story that follows a princess's quest to save her prince from a dragon. She is called the paper bag princess because at the beginning of the book, the dragon burns up her dress with his fiery breath, so she is left with just a paper bag to wear. But that doesn't stop her. She is quite the courageous character, despite the prince's unappreciative reaction when she saves him. He is simply focused on the fact that she's wearing a paper bag. So we'll be able to look at the plot of this story as she goes to save the prince, as well as how the prince and the princess are different, considering that the princess has much more admirable characters than the prince. With that, I'm going to jump right into reading strategies with this story because there are quite a few to unpack. First, this story is a great starting point to review basic plot. After reading, preface with the idea of stories having a beginning, middle, and end. You can ask, how does the story start? Then what happens? What was the big problem that the princess must solve? What does the princess do with this problem? How did she get past get past the dragon? And what happens to the dragon? And then finally you can ask, how does the story end? You're essentially summarizing the plot of the story and you're prompting your child to conduct the summary themselves. You can steer them in the right direction with prompts talking about beginning, middle, and end, but they're really the ones who are gonna procure and this forces them to remember, you know, what happened in the beginning, what happened in the middle, what happened at the end. And you can of course go back to story and go to specific pages. You can go through it with them and help them. But this will really help them consolidate the fact that a story does follow these three points of beginning, middle, and end. There is something concrete that's happening, there are events that happens, and they usually involve a problem or a conflict that they can identify, and then how is that conflict solved? And how does the story ultimately end? So this all seems pretty simple, right? It really is, and that's the beauty of it, but also this iteration and actively forcing your child to identify and speak into existence the aspects of the story, that will help them comprehend. And they're building that comprehension that when they're reading a story or being read a story, there's value in remembering what happened in that story. And it's not just the fun of listening, there's also the fun in remembering and being able to retell what happened. And by making this connection, forcing them to identify the chronology of what happened, you can also help them understand cause and effect, such as in the beginning, the dragon stole the boy. So because of that, the princess had to go after him and how this story kind of moves in a cause and effect way. Things that happen prompt results and that's why the story has a beginning, middle and end and why it is able to cycle and continue. And of course, endings offer a specific opportunity to dwell on usually themes, a resolution, and we'll also discuss kind of the conflict with the prince and the princess in the next segment. Well, I really blew by that first segment talking about plot. It's quite simple, but establishing the plot will also allow you to dive into the characters. And that is what the next segment is about. We'll focus on characterization within the story, and I'll be right back with that. So don't go anywhere. All right, I'm back and ready to dive into these reading strategies identifying character traits. Now, in this segment, I will be referring to specific page numbers within the book. So if you have the book, definitely feel free to follow along as always. I also had to number the copy that I have of my own. So your copy might not have page numbers, but my references should give you a general idea of where I am. 
Now, before I get into the specific, I would like to outline the goals. And in this episode, it will be distinguishing physical traits versus personality traits, and then comparing those characters both physically and by their personality, and without identifying what may make one character more admirable over another. So we'll begin with the protagonist, Elizabeth. I don't know that I would call Elizabeth a protagonist to your child. I think a more appropriate term for their age is a main character. So the main character, Elizabeth. On page one is Elizabeth was a beautiful princess and there's an illustration of her in a long white dress and she has short blonde hair. So first you may prompt your child, what does Elizabeth look like? And they can recognize her physical descriptions and you can tell them physical descriptions are what they look like on the outside. What do you see? These are told to us by the book. And after establishing physical characteristics, which are gonna be more obvious for your child, they're gonna be able to point out blonde hair, long white dress, we'll get more into personality traits, which aren't explicitly said in the text. Those have to be more implicit. The text might not say that the character is brave, but more you have to direct your child to these are actions that the character does, and why might these actions show that the character is brave? For example, on page five, Elizabeth decided to chase the dragon and get Ronald back. You could say to your child, wow, Elizabeth chased the dragon. Based on that, what words would you use to describe Elizabeth. Examples that I had were brave and courageous because she chased after the dragon rather than running away. Another example is page nine. Elizabeth grabbed the knocker and banged on the door again. So even after the door was slammed in her face by the dragon, she didn't go away, she tried again. What does it say about Elizabeth that she kept trying and she didn't just leave? I would say that she's determined. I'm not sure of the level of the vocabulary that you're going to get from your child, but to prompt them in the right direction of these actions characterize a person. And they might not say that she is brave, but she's acting brave, or she's acting determined. And then on pages 11 through 19, Elizabeth tricks the dragon, making him sleepy so that she can go past him. Wow, she was able to trick the dragon. What might we call Elizabeth? Now, I would think you call her clever or smart, but with this, by focusing in on specific instances within the story, your child can see actions and recognize actions, but then you can give language. You can procure vocabulary if they don't have the word for it to say, this is clever, this is determined. And you're building a picture of the personality traits of Elizabeth as a character. You're free to list the personality traits on a paper for your child to kind of associate the written language and the vocabulary with what's going on. Or you can just verbally tell them this, really totally up to you. And then in establishing those traits, you can make the distinction, personality is how Elizabeth acts, what does she do? Versus physical, which is how does she look? She has short hair, she is a princess. So also reiterating why physical and personality are different. Moving on, we have the character Ronald. On page one, he is just a prince named Ronald. And there's an illustration of him. He's wearing jewelry, he has a tennis racket, he has the short blonde hair. I would say the physical descriptions of Ronald on the first page are also more difficult, less explicit than Elizabeth, who was said to be beautiful, so we know that. So this may be harder for your child to think physically, but you could point out the jewelry. You'd say, wow, he has jewelry, that's a nice thing, he's a prince. He's also holding a tennis racket. Do you see that? What do you think? Maybe he plays sports. Maybe he's athletic. But essentially, there's less detail about Ronald, and that simply is because he's not the main character. So you could say to your child, the princess is the main character. More information about her than we get about Ronald. It's not until later in the story that we kind of see this personality emerge for Ronald, and it's not a good one. 
He says, Elizabeth, you are a mess. You smell like ashes, your hair is all tangled, and you are wearing a dirty old paper bag. Come back when you are dressed like a real princess. So that's the reaction that he has when he's actually saved by the princess. You could say to your child, based on what Ronald says, what words would you use to describe him? I would say he's unappreciative, he's rude, he doesn't thank Elizabeth. He's also self-centered and mean, only cares about what Elizabeth looks like, saying come back when you're dressed like a real princess. So we're seeing this personality of Ronald, it's completely different than how he might look. He might look clean and neat, but he's acting very mean and very rude. And Elizabeth actually says this to Ronald. She says on page 23, your clothes are really pretty and your hair is very neat. You look like a real prince, but you are a bum. So Elizabeth is actually explicitly voicing for the audience and for your child to recognize Ronald might look nice. Physically, he is one way, but his actions are not good. The way he treats others, the way he speaks to Elizabeth, he is mean. And that's his personality. So this is furthering the distinction between physical and personality. And then you can continue to prompt, what is more important, how you look or how you act and how you treat others? And you can help your child recognize that at the end of the day, personality is more important than outward appearance. The story ends with the line, they didn't get married after all. So they're talking about Elizabeth, the princess and the main character, and Ronald, the prince. So they didn't get married, they didn't get along. Why might they not have gotten along? And you can use this to prompt your child, how are the characters similar or different? Physically, they're more similar. They have some of the same physical traits. They're both royal, they're both prince or princess, and they both have blonde hair. But personality, they're very different. Elizabeth is brave, courageous, determined, clever, smart, and caring because she saves Ronald. Whereas Ronald is unappreciative, rude, self-centered, and mean. So he's much different than Elizabeth. So with this in mind, we can see how these characters are very different. And you can have your child begin to compare characters and recognize where they are different. And this also reiterates that personality is more important. Because even though they look alike, Elizabeth is a much nicer person. And this leads me to my last question of who acts more like a prince or a princess? Who acts more like a hero in the story? And really it's Elizabeth. Even though physically she's wearing a paper bag at the end, her actions show that she's courageous. She cares about other people. And that is admirable. That is what a hero is. That is what a princess. So again, reiterating the importance of personality attributes and how they treat others. And that's really what's important. So that is all for our character prompts. I'll let all that wonderful information settle in before providing our last fun activity that will be explained in the final segment. Welcome back. This is the final segment. It's a short follow-up activity that I named Be the Hero. And it centers around the idea that the princess in the story is brave and saves the prince from the jacket. So the princess is a hero. You can prop your child to think, can you think of one of your favorite heroes? Maybe they like Superman. Uh, maybe they like Captain America. They can name fantastical heroes they know from movies or book. Maybe they'll even think about you. Maybe they'll think their parent is a hero. Totally depends on what they think of a hero. But you can also, when they're thinking of a hero, you can reiterate that heroes can be boys or girls, just like the princess in the story was a hero. And Elizabeth, even when she had a paper bag and didn't look like a hero, she was still a hero because she was brave and cared about others. So establishing that heroes are heroes because of really how they treat others, what they do. So you can prompt what makes someone a hero. And while your child might come up with physical characteristics like super strength or something like that, you can continue to guide them to think about personality traits, such as looking out for others, saving others, 
and to make this activity more interactive and just keep them thinking on the topic of being a hero and giving back, you can have your child draw themselves as a hero. They can make their own picture. What powers do they have? How can they help others? In addition to creating this picture, you can also have them, if you want, tell you verbally, create a story to accompany their picture. Maybe they have this whole adventure that they're here, that them as a hero, they go on. So this is all about creating more fun around the book and creating pathways that stem from the book. Talking about princesses and how the princess in the book was courageous can also lead to how heroes are courageous and then how your child can be courageous, how they can be brave and how they can use their own personality traits to create this persona that helps other people. And at the end of the day, they get to draw and they get to tell a story. So it's really all about fun. With all of those strategies that I just named, there are endless possibilities. You can pick your favorite prompts that I named and create your own adventure that is tailored to your child and what you think they'll like the most and respond to. So today we specifically focused on plot and character development. Another book recommendation I have that deals a lot with plot and has that concrete beginning, middle, and end is Enemy Pie by Derek Munson. In this story, this is just a short synopsis without giving too much away, the main character is determined to confront his enemy, yet the boy's father gives him the secret to revenge, pie. And let's just say this pie ends up being a wholesome recipe for forging new friendships. With that, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed Robert Munch's The Paper Bag Princess, and be sure to catch the next episode. Get reading, and remember, you are never too old to love picture books.